G'day guys, welcome to the Healthy is Normal podcast. I'm Kale Brock and today I have someone very special on the show, someone from Byron Bay, a place which holds a very special place in my heart. I spent a lot of time there surfing and actually lived there for six months when I went off on my vagabonding journeys when I finished school. But I have Adam Yarrington today. Now for those of you who don't know, Adam Yarrington and his wife Anya head up the what is arguably the world's best and most popular fermented food product range, Peace, Love and Vegetables. Now, you've probably heard of these guys before, but let me tell you, Adam is more than just a simple businessman from Byron Bay. He has a huge passion for health in all areas, above and beyond fermented foods and probiotics, and he certainly lives by healthy example. Today, let's get to know him. Adam, how are you, mate? Oh, great, Kale. Thanks for the introduction. It's great to meet you. <laughs> no worries, mate. Likewise. <laughs> now, let's jump back like any good story, like any good interview. Let's start at the beginning. How did you get into the whole health thing? Uh, okay, so yeah, I guess growing up in Byron Bay, uh, it is sort of like a health um, epicenter, I would say. Um, there's a lot of alternative um, healers and um, you know, organics was kind of like a, a priority for for, for like the town, um, so I got, growing up in that um, environment, I was sort of, um, I, was, I was I was sort of like you know coaxed into it in some ways, um, and then um, sort of like as, as I grew up, um, I, you know I wasn't necessarily like eating the best food, but when I hit when I hit my teenage years, I started to sort of just get more interested in you know the food that I was eating. Um, you know, looking at looking at the back of packets and then maybe looking that up on the... Well, there wasn't really much internet then, but just sort of, you know, starting to question the, the foods that I was eating and the ingredients. Um, and that kind of just, you know, slowly uh, spiraled me onto the health journey uh, effectively and, um, you know, finding out that I had a, a mild wheat intolerance when I was uh, 20 years old. Um, then again, I, I went gluten-free and then I felt a little bit better and I was like, oh, you know, what else... What else might you know I'll be doing that maybe not maybe might be hindering my performance um, and uh, I just kind of spiraled on from there I had you know some some health issues along the way uh, you know fungal things um, was there I'll, a specific was sorry to interrupt there was there yeah. a specific moment where you were like okay what's going on here I actually need to take more notice of what I'm putting into my body because I'm really interested to know what the catalyst is because a lot of people these days, unfortunately, you know, we have momentous disease rates in Australia right now. A lot of people wait until they're sick before they start to take notice of these things. But interestingly, with you, there was kind of, it seems like there was no real, you know, big epiphany. Um, Not really, um, I must say. I just like, just had a real like passion and interest for uh, the body and, and the health. Um, I, I just noticed from a young age that I was able to retain information, um, you know, regarding articles, um, and I was like, well, this must be something that I'm, you know, I'm actually generally interested in. Sure. Um, so, yeah, I just sort of like follow followed that sort of um, follow that train, and um, it kind of, I, like I did say, I did have uh, like fungal issues, and I, and I started questioning them, but I, it, did, it, took, it took years um, for me to really, you know find out you know maybe what the root cause of, of them was so um but there wasn't any like epiphany like one day I'm, I'm i wake up out of bed i'm sick of this i'm going to change my diet you know i'm going to quit all this stuff it was never like it wasn't really like that for me um so yeah yeah and would you say 
let's. So I know a lot of people deal with um, fungal issues, whether they know it or not. What was the biggest thing that helped you overcome that? Oh, oh, sorry, I just got another cork. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> um, I'll just. So, what was the question again? How did um, how did you overcome your fungal issues? Um, well, to tell you the truth, um, I'm still overcoming them. It's and it's uh, and I mean, that is the journey. Yeah, I, I think mean, I, I think everyone is. Yeah, I can I cannot believe um, what it takes to get over something, and um, it's only just recently in the last sort of you know four months I've had a I've had like skin rashes. I'd have a, I'd have a little rash that come up on my uh, my hair lining and also on my chest, um, and I, I sort of made the trigger like oh so when I drank alcohol, which I don't do anymore, but or drank alcohol or had you know sugar or you know, even like, you know, passes and things like that, it would, it would come up. So mm. I started going, oh, well, maybe this is, you know, causing the problem. But, um, you know, I've been doing the right, all the right things for so long and it just feels like it's, it's finally just going. Um, and I hear, I hear other people saying, you know, it takes, it can take just as long to undo a problem that, that it takes to, to create the problem. <laughs> sure. I'm like, man, I'm like, I, you know, I always find that hard to sort of grasp. I'm like, no, you can fix things quicker than that. You just do the right things. But, you know, it's been like, you know, seven years now and uh, it's like, I'm just getting on top of it. I'm like, like, thank, thank God, you know, yeah. and like, but it's, but it's, it's been a great journey and a great realization as well, you know, and, you know, it really, you know, it really does take up a lot um, to, to get over some, some things, you know, and, and I think like if someone with cancer, for example, I was like, Jesus, you know, like if you had cancer, I mean, like to, 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 the fact that your body, you know, um, got to that point where it got cancer, like to get over cancer is just, I mean, it's it's a miracle. It's a miracle that's happening more and more. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's definitely something that you need to put everything into. Yeah, and I guess we should point out that I mean, I'm sure over the seven years you've experienced massive improvements in your health as well. It's not like you're just struggling for seven years. You know, you are seeing positive, yeah, yeah improvements. Absolutely. Yeah, cool. It's really, it's really, it's very rewarding. Yeah, that's it. The health journey is very rewarding, and um, you know, like the, the the healthier you get, the cleaner you get. The more you fine tune, you know what foods um, and supplements that you know work for you, the better you feel, and you know that that sort of like you know help helps you, it spirals you on to to becoming you know you know your own superhero. Yeah, <laughs> lovely. I like that. So tell me, what do for anyone who doesn't know, what do peace, love, and vegetables do? What do they stand for? You know, why do you do it? Okay, so um, I guess we we really do stand for like absolute like superior or you know like the best kind of you know products health products um you know health health wise um that, that that we can possibly think about based on our knowledge um and that has that started off um and it is predominantly a fermented food company and so we, we're fermenting um sauerkrauts and we're making um coconut kefir uh, and also cashew cheese now and we're always Ooh, playing other things and that's um, that's that's really the core of us. We're we're a fermented food company. Yeah, and just out of curiosity, as a side note, yeah. what does your office slash factory look like? I was thinking, wow, <laughs> that must question, be so man. interesting. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good question. Um, I mean, the first thing that comes to mind, and you know, we can talk about the you know physical and the food and all that so much, but the first thing that comes to mind is so funny is like the energy. Sure. Um, and yeah. before before matter, there is energy. So, you know, we do focus on creating, you know, harmony. It's, it's the absolute most important thing for me is that the workplace, I come to work every day. I want to 
be in harmony. I want to love, you know, the people that I work with. If I have a party, you know, like my friends are the people I work with. Mm. So, so that's so important. Um, you know, there's the sacred geometry um, all around the building, flower of life. Everybody stands up. There's no sit-down desks. Um, you know, we, we're grounded as well, um, really believing being connected to the earth. Um, like physically, as in literally grounded with earthing mats and stuff, or yeah. you mean just, yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, and I definitely um, feel into, uh, you know, I notice when I'm, I'm grounded now, um, you know, like, or I notice when I'm not grounded for a while. Especially when, especially when you sleep, I find that the, the sleeping cycle is better yeah. um, if I'm, when I'm sleeping on a grounded mat. But um, yeah, it's it's a good it's a good working environment here, and um, yeah, no, we've got like the cleanest water and the cleanest food. We're opening an organic shop here um, soon, and also a cafe. So that's going to um, lovely. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. So that's it, and I mean, all the people here are really into health as well. You know, it's it's sort of like a, a prerequisite. You know, they eat the sauerkraut, um, <laughs> and you know, they're, they're sort of you know on the journey themselves. Otherwise, they just wouldn't they just wouldn't fit in. So yeah, yeah. And and tell me, in short, obviously, I guess for anyone who's sort of coming into this um, as a bit of a maybe lay with a lay knowledge of health. Fermented yep. foods and probiotics, I suppose, are basically one in the same. So let's talk about what yep. fermented foods and probiotics do for someone's health. Sure. Okay. So I guess like everything that I've sort of come across with health, I would say that um, fermented foods uh, or, you know, also known as probiotics uh, would be one of the, the number one things you, you could do to, you know, make yourself, you know, swing your, swing your health around and make you feel good. So the, um, the, the, the process of it is effectively growing um, beneficial bacteria, beneficial um, yeast, um, you know, on a medium. And, you know, that medium happens to be like cabbage, um, you know, or, or coconut water. So these guys, they're like us. They, they, eat, they, they eat the food. They eat the food and, like, the sugars and starches and uh, fiber in the in the plants and um you know they they breathe out oxygen so you know that that's what classifies a beneficial organism um and if, and they they multiply every 20 minutes so you can wow. imagine you know how how that cascades into you know, you know trillions of bacteria sort of thing and um effectively the the value for money um in fermented foods um represents it's a tremendous amount of uh, beneficial organisms, and I tell you what: I, if I was in um, making probiotic supplements, I would be, uh, <laughs> I'd be starting to sort of think about, you know, maybe because because it's not it's not really good value for money, put it that way. Because in one serving of fermented foods, you're getting, um, say, like a when I say one serving, I might say a heaped tablespoon. In some cases, you're getting uh, equivalent to a whole bottle. Of probiotic supplements, which could cost you, you know, forty dollars plus. Now, I mean, there are, you know, good probiotic supplements um, that have got, you know, certain strains, and that's what they're finding out now that, you know, um, you know, certain key strains do 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 certain things, and they're, and they're certainly good for you. And um, you know, what what we're doing, we try and control that as much as possible. We're but we're growing a combination of the bacteria um, that are naturally found on the on the say cabbage. And also, we're adding a culture start of some 
um, you know, extra goodies like El Plantarium that we that we just know is one of the you know through the science is one of the most beneficial um, that um, you can have. So yeah, um, I mean, yeah, that's that's kind of like a, a layman's term. The the um, the acids that are produced, it's kind of like the poop of the, <laughs> sure. of the bacteria. Um, that, that's what creates acidity and that vinegary kind of taste. And um, once again, that is um, one of the other key benefits of the of the um, of the food. It's not necessarily just the living properties of the bacteria, but it's also the the acids which help um, protect our immune system. And it's very alkalizing and um, nourishing for our body. So now we hear a lot about the acid alkaline thing, and we you know we tend to gravitate towards um, alkaline being you know, the healthy way to go, but you're saying that the there are healthy acids as well. I just want to clarify that. Absolutely. I mean, that's why, I mean, like uh, most people have heard have lemon to alkalize your body, lemon first thing in the morning, for example. Um, I don't necessarily agree with that. I think um, I think people um, pe- people tend to be like more alkaline or, or more, more acidic. Um, so, you know, that's one another thing that people sort of need to work, work out. But the... But the um, but the acids are acids are really good for you um, in many ways. Yeah, and I guess it's a balanced thing too. I mean, we uh, yeah. animal protein mostly is acidic, so I mean we can yeah. still have that in a healthy diet. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, big time. And like you know, those those acids will help stimulate your digestive system. Um, you know, there's hydrochloric acid in your stomach. Um, you know, that's what that's what breaks down protein. Yeah. Um, hydrochloric acid so um, and then the bacteria will help break down those proteins um, effectively your body will see the acid and go um, okay this is a very acidic uh, form and then it will um, it'll do one or two things it will excrete bicarbonate after it comes out of your um, stomach which is alkalizing mm-hmm. so there's that trigger but also as your mitochondria start to burn the acid as fuel um, the ash that is produced is an alkalizing ash so right. there's, there's, two, there's two ways that that, that works there and that's that's why, you know, it, it's sort of like oxymoron, like, oh, I'm eating something acidic, but it's making me alkaline. Sure, um, yeah. So, yeah, that's how, that's how that can work. Do you want to talk about the one thing that I'm um, quite passionate about is the mental and emotional effects of probiotics and what they can do for our brains, you know, the whole gut-brain connection thing. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, I mean, like, that's, that's probably the one thing the point is we talk, talked about more because, you know, as physical beings, we want to grab onto the physical things and go, yeah, we're going to eat this thing. Um, but it is it's, it's such a psychological connection that we have that, um, in between our brain and our, and our gut. Mm. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of um, neurotransmitters. Actually, most of the neurotransmitters um, are produced by bacteria um, in our digestive system. Serotonin is a, is a feel-good a neurotransmitter, for example. Um, and there's this, there's this relationship that... that, that um, um, that our, that there's a nervous system in our gut which is connected to our brain, so you know nu- nourishing both is very important. And and saying that yeah, you can eat the right foods, but also you know looking at your emotional uh, state and you know cultivating a, a good state of mind and, and positivity will actually affect your digestive system. Um, and we all probably you know we might have you know had a crush on somebody and we walked past. And, <laughs> Stomach, our stomach, you know, we get butterflies in our stomach, something <laughs> yeah. like that. I mean, what is that? I mean, that, that's, that's what I'm talking about. It's that, it's that connection. It's like instantaneous. It's like electricity. 
Um, and that, that is a very important, um, you know, and like, like I said, not necessarily so talked about factor is, you know, looking at, looking at our, look at our mind and, um, yeah, our emotional state and effectively nourishing both. Is that kind of what, is yeah. That kind of what you, yeah, yeah, definitely. What, what do you think, I mean, you talked about, I guess, spirituality there a little bit. What do you think the most yeah. important areas of health are? If you could bullet point them, I know it's such a broad question, but what do you think yeah. the, the top sort of four or five things are? Um, I'm, I'm really into um, Chinese herbs and sure. Ayurvedic herbs. I, I think, I think they're, uh, they can be very powerful. Um, some of the some of the herbs like medicinal mushrooms, there's a certain intelligence um, from them, um, it, um, immune modulating like um, sort of um, you know where you will eat this herb and it it, it doesn't necessarily have um, a set purpose. It will go into your body and effectively um, work out what your body needs. Sure. Um, and and some and some of these herbs are, have really changed my life. Uh, reishi being one of them. I, as soon as I started taking reishi, um, I started to notice I was more present with people, and I'd look people in the eyes, and I was more calm and and still. And I was like, okay, this is really really cool stuff. So um, yeah, I've dived right into that, and I think that um, I think that can be a really um, key part. Um, and that's great. It's starting to get a bit more traction in Australia now. We can now, you know, go get some medicinal herbs and mushrooms um, in our local health food shop. Um, so that's really key. Um, the, the fermented foods is like right. It's just like absolutely like a must um, sort of thing. You know, getting the uh, probiotics and you know constantly doing that every day as well. Yeah. Because you know a lot of them are just flushing through. Yeah. So they're not necessarily staying. So we need to keep that up. Because um, it's a, it's a, like a war zone down there, and it's always going on. So, you know, doing that regularly is is um, it's something that needs to be done every day, in my opinion. Um, also, um, I also put a lot of emphasis on um, a, a positive state of mind, and a lot of that is just having um, like you know gratitude and, and thanking thank thanking the world or things that are in your life for you know the simple things, and just 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 always trying to. Uh, work on that. I'm, I'm always, um, I'm always, po- you know, positive self-talk is just so important. Um, you know, really sort of, you know, cu- cultivating that in your in your mind. And every, every day, uh, I, I think the, um, I think it's more important the work that's done in the mind than there is um, on the physical level, because um, you know that's that's where you know that's where the idea is created and. You know, that's where, and then those ideas will turn into matter. So I, I spend I spend time every morning, you know, uh, with myself um, in in my own sort of way. I, I might journal a bit or uh, write something down, um, and just, and just think and just just, just imagine things and, and and just just let let my mind wander, um, and and I really like doing that. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's that's three things. That's three things there. Um, like exercise is also really important. What sort of exercise do you sort of advocate for? Um, like the high high interval training, um, intensive training seems to seems to be really good um, to stimulate um, human growth hormone. The whole like uh, cardiovascular, you know, let's do a you know ten twenty kilometer uh, run. Um, I think that that whole thing is starting to um, starting come to out fizzle out a bit. Yeah, <laughs> not 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 being the, the necessarily the best thing. I mean, like you're a surfer. And by the way, bro, that was an awesome photo on your sky. <laughs> serious, serious there. I mean, 
Kyle, Kyle can surf. <laughs> That's um, funny. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> But, but you're doing high interval training. I mean, like, yeah, you know, that's you're, basically you're, you're what it pumping is. out there, and I've, and I've surfed as well. And, like, you know, getting out past those waves, especially if the swell's big, it's, like, really hard. And then you're out there and you'll be waiting for a set, and you're chilling out a bit, your heart rate comes down, and then you catch the wave, and then you back out. Um, yeah. And that kind, of, that kind of thing's really good. And, and I, don't, I don't avoid sitting down as much as possible. And, like I said, there's no one sitting down here. They reckon eight hours of sitting down negates two hours of working out every day. And, Sitting down consistently, um, you know the way the way we do sit down. Um, I should say, like squatting is the is the more acceptable way. Um, so the way we do sit down is not necessarily benefit for health. So I mean, I wish I, I wish I could do more exercise, but um, there's only a certain amount of time in the day. So yeah, um, so I feel like it's yeah, quality like more than quantity anyway. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Cool. That so let's. Four things. I mean, I could come yeah. up with. More, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, but those are the best things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, well, let's jump back to fermented foods. C- can someone yep. have too many fermented foods? And in this, I think that what I've seen um, specifically yep. is people with leaky gut or translocation yep. or whatever. You know, there are yep. a few mixed theories, and you know, I've had some different results yep. with people when they start to have fermented foods and they've still got that leaky gut. You know, it can flare up autoimmune-like conditions because they haven't yep. healed the gut yet. Yeah. What what's the whole strategy there? Do we need to sort of heal the gut first and then consume fermented foods, or do we, you know, the other way around? Um, I mean, I tell like leaky gut is a is not the best thing ever, really. And um, I mean, in that in that case, I would I would say you know if, if like you just got to go slow um, with fermented foods, and you know no matter you know who who they are. Um, you know, like if they've, if they've never tried fermented foods before um, or if they haven't done it for a long time, I'll just say, look, just start with like even the juice, like a teaspoon of the juice or a teaspoon of the, um, of the sauerkraut and just, and just wait and see how you feel. Yeah. Um, and effectively, your body will tell you. And we have, to, we have to start, you know, starting to, you know, listen to our body and, you know, and, uh, and, learn, and learn from what our body tells us to do. But in regards to leaky gut, and I've sort of, I've sort of thought about this a bit, and um, I, th- I think that I think it is be- it is beneficial, but I do, but you do need to be careful, right? Yeah. Because you know you don't want to cause extra allergies to you know something that's you know getting into your bloodstream, but but the leaky gut could be caused by um, by some overgrowth, a fungal overgrowth like candida, for yeah. example, where the, you know the the sauerkraut or the coconut kefir is actually the the number one um, probiotic, by the way, in, in my opinion, that, that that we make and that's sort of available. Um, but but, the, but these guys are also going to you know start to kill the the candidas or the other you know not non beneficial you know parasites or something like that that's in your digestive system, which in turn is going to allow your um, y- your cell cell gut wall to to heal again. So, yeah, I, I would, I would, I would recommend it, but I would just say go slow and, and see how, see how your body feels. Yeah, and do you think there are good things to? I know colostrum is a very good thing to take to heal the gut, but some other herbs as well, like slippery elm and stuff, they sort of do they come into play? Do you think? Yeah, slippery elm's great, absolutely for any digestive um, issue. The colostrum, um, I really love collagen, you know, because if we're gonna, we're trying to rebuild our tissues. Yeah. Um, you know, like the collagens are really good as well. Um, yeah, so, but then again, it's like, like I said before, 
there's is this whole this whole movement where you know people are doing everything right, you know everything like under the sun, but they've still got leaky gut. Yeah, um, <laughs> you know, but they're not they're not looking at the they're not looking at what's going on in their in their brain, and you know the it's like the the, the head is the you know, or like the ego, it's the biggest. It can be, it can be very like the biggest trickster. Yeah. You know, it's like that. I love that quote. The the greatest enemy is um, what is it? The greatest enemy is the one that you, that you never see. And then yeah. that's the ego, right there. So um, you know, then so then if, you know, people looking at that mental state as well, and you know, that can also you know bring 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 healing. You know, to to the gut as as out there as that seems. Like it's actually science now. Like people are, you know, the, the, the scientists are starting to prove that connection. Yeah, I mean, we only have to look at the fact that when we're stressed and you know, our sympathetic nervous system is activated, our digestion basically is paralyzed. It stops. So that's just, absolutely. I guess, a, yeah, a lesser grade of example there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it's so exciting, isn't it? I mean, I could geek out on this all day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, it's, it's, a, it's a really good, it's a really good topic of conversation. So, yeah. Yeah. So you mentioned coconut kefir there as being yep. your sort of go-to um, fermented food. Why is that? And are there other fermented foods which are what you would, what you would consider the most healing and beneficial? Yeah, the coconut kefir is unique because it's um, beneficial yeast and beneficial bacteria um, together. Yep. They're living in you know harmony. When we're eating um, the sauerkraut, it's the, you know, the, all the beneficial bacteria, um, they're going in, they're doing their job, helping us digest our food, you know, maybe you know, scavenging any toxins or things like that are in our gut and, you know, killing any sort of pathogens as they go through. But uh, not many are actually uh, staying in there. I mean, as you can imagine, I would, the, 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 the wet sort of like um, skin of your bowels is actually quite slippery. Yeah. So um, that's where kefir comes in because, as yeast, as we know it, um, you know, in bread, um, it's, it's what you know sticks everything together. Um, now, we, when I say yeast, it's a, it's, it's a beneficial yeast. So I wouldn't, uh, you know, it's not not gluten. It's not related to gluten or anything like that. So um, you know, it's like there's beneficial bacteria and, and non-beneficial bacteria. But the bacteria, uh, the, the yeast, effectively that stickiness. Um, you know, will actually sort of like stick onto your digestive system and effectively creates like a honeycomb environment where other bacteria, beneficial bacteria, because once again, the non-beneficial won't be able to live there because um, the yeast will kill it because it's a, it's a, it's a beneficial yeast. Um, as we go into how it works, maybe it's not necessary, but effectively it creates a home for beneficial bacteria and it's kind of like a way of, of, of just building your intestine wall um, and building your immune system more permanently. Um, and I, I say that, and I, I read about it, um, you know, for a while. And then when we started to make it, the amount of calls we were getting in with people, you know, like uh, just some, some people like getting being able to be in a wheelchair for, for 15 years, wow. and because of Kiefer and and that, you know they're doing they're doing a lot of things right. Um, but and, and this was like their holy grail. This is the thing that got them over the over the mountain. And that and that's the thing. Like um, I mentioned before, with with my thing, it's like now I feel like I'm on top of on top of it, and I'm I'm on the downhill. You know, I'm on the slippery dip now. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's, all, it's all systems go. So um, that's why that's why the keeper is so magical. Um, cool. with, with regards to other 
um, fermented foods. Um, there's a lot of stuff out there, you know, pe- people um, u- using wild fermenting, just adding salt and, you know, that's inhibiting non-beneficial bacteria from growing and, um, you know, that means that the beneficial bacteria can grow. Um, that's good for most people, but is what um, I'm finding is, you know, people that have actually got, uh, you know, fungal overgrowth or, or, or struggling with it, with, the, with something to do with their um, immune system, um, maybe that might not be the best thing because there's a, there's, like there's a balance in our gut, there's probably a balance in the fermented food with some non-beneficial ones and that's just not really helping them, helping them out too much. Yeah, um, that's funny. That's a really good point you just made there because when I teach, obviously I teach classes on how to make fermented yeah. foods and yeah. I don't use the salt method because one, the failure yeah. rate's too high and number two, yeah. you don't actually know for sure yeah. what sort of bacteria yeah. are growing there. Yeah, absolutely. Like, so we do, we do use salt, um, but we, we add... Um, you add the culture. We, we add... Yeah, the culture started. And the magic one's El Plantarum. Like, if you look up, anyone looks up El Plantarum, um, it, you just, you just want to be consuming this bacteria. Um, it's an antihistamine one. It's one of the only ones that, that, that are like that. Um, so it's getting a lot of press at the moment. And we really thought, we loved Donna Gates, and Donna Gates was doing the um, no, no salt uh, fermented foods. But, uh, but once again, we, we do need to make it sort of, that's the trick, like, to make, you know, the healthiest foods ever taste the best ever so people will eat them. Yeah. You know, yeah. so they're not going to be tempted by, um, you know, the, the Snickers bar, the servo. You know, like that would be <laughs> yeah. if you could get an equivalent that tasted better and it made you feel like, you know, the best ever kind of thing. Like that would just be awesome. Um, so that's why we started to add salt in, you know, because we, we, we felt that that was, that was the best way to get, um, get people eating the stuff. Because without the with, without the salt, you know the sourness. It, it, um, unless you're used to that sort of flavour, mm. um, you know, we try not to put too too much salt in either. It's just like a, a minimal a minimal amount. Um, I feel like it helps set up the environment too to make sure that everything's nice and alkaline, so the bacteria don't really have a hard time to yeah. establish themselves. That's right, and salt's amazing. I mean, like oh, there's yeah, this whole brilliant. like anti-salt thing, but you get good salt. It's amazing how it can make you feel. Um, you know, and it's great for your adrenals. So many people with adrenal fatigue, you know, and they come back to the herbs, like the, you know, the, the herbs, the, the Chinese medicines, like um, the jing building, the kidney um, building herbs, you know, to do with your adrenals. Um, and salt is a major, major adrenal um, building um, um, substance. Like the, the sodium, you know, your body uses sodium to get your adrenals going in the morning. So, you know, get up in the morning, have some warm, salty water. Um, I've been doing that. I'm, I mean, I'm just craving more and more now. I'm like, I'm drinking like two or three liters of water in the morning. I'm, I'm tripping out on it. Actually, I'm like, what's going on? I'm, you know, I keep on drinking it and I feel sustained. Yeah. Um, you know, just from salt. So yeah, I think like getting the right salt is good. And we, we use a certified organic air dried sea salt here. Um, I think that's, I think it's good. I, I like the Southern Hemisphere more than the Northern Hemisphere most of the time, just because of, you know, what's happened up there with radiation and sure. you know, just the general pollution. That makes sense. Yeah. 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 So, jumping again back to probiotics now, the mainstream yep. media is catching on yep. quite a bit with this. You know, there was a brilliant, um, what was a, quite a brilliant documentary on the ABC, um, yep. which was really good. I think it was called The the Gut Reaction or something like that. Anyway, I use it in my seminars. Yeah. Because it's getting such a um, 
big sort of push now. What do you think the implications are of people getting their gut health under control in Australia? Um, more smiles, happy, <laughs> more, more, eye, more eye contact when you walk down the street. Just general, you know, like, it's, yeah, people are going to be feeling better. Um, you know, you're going to be feeling happier. You feel, you, it's hard to feel happy when you don't feel good. So, um, yeah, the, imp- the implications are just going to be going to be really. It's it's so good, I must say. And you know, so people like Pete Evans, he was the celebrity chef. He's he's doing really good stuff now. Yeah, you know, he's like kicking he's, some he's goals. One of the biggest yeah. chefs in the in the um in the country. Yeah, and he was coming out saying all this stuff. You know, eat organic food. Um, you know, eat eat cemented foods. You know, eat eat like a low carb diet. Um, you know, sort of thing. You know, cut the cut the gluten out, which I think like everybody should just you know do. It's just it's just like it's just not the doesn't really do you any good. And most people it does a lot of bad things. So um, yeah, the the, impl- the implications are, are all all positive. I mean, it's all moving in the right direction, I think. And yeah, and it's the people that are doing it. It's the people that are starting to we you know they want to feel better. That you know they you know they're finding out they know like five people with cancer and. You know, they don't even feel good themselves. They're low on energy and they need to drink like three or four coffees a day. I mean, I'm sort of like generalizing a bit, but um, yeah, I think it's I think it's all good, hey? Yeah, and what do you, just out of curiosity, what do you eat uh, every day? If you can give it a, you, you know, the, your most regular meals, what do they look like? Um, like I said, like salt water every morning. I wake up and do that um, and... Then I will have a a, a a tea based on Chinese a superior Chinese tonic herbs, which I'm actually going to put to market. Everybody that I just give it to is just like you got to put this out, and um, I have that, and that's uh, effectively I put a lot of a lot of fat. I leave I lead a high fat, low carb diet. Sure. Um, I get a lot of my energy from fat. Um, so you know I might have like two or three tablespoons of ghee. I don't I don't act react too well to milk um, dairy protein so I like to have the ghee that, that, that works well for me um, and some coconut oil and you know some MCT oil that, who Dave Asprey has been um, he's, he's really been getting that big and that's that's really like a recipe for um, for sustenance and you know like good thinking ability for the day um, you know those good fats are going to you know help help my brain help my brain work how do you um, eat then, that? Do you like blend it all oh, together? In the tea. Okay, in yeah, the tea. So, yeah. Yeah, so oh, sorry, so it's all like, you know, herb extracts. Sure. Kind of thing. So yeah. it's a fine powder, just dissolves in water and I'll make it I'll make a hot tea and um, you know, I'll make it like a litre, it'll be massive and I mean I haven't eaten today and it's eleven. I might eat I might eat my first meal around twelve. Sure. Or or, or one. Um, and it might be <laughs> depends how I feel. If I'm feeling pretty pretty tough I might have a have a raw egg yolk, <laughs> but even just even even just some you know if, if not, I just want to be a bit more nurturing. I might just cook up some egg yolks. I don't really like the white too much. Um, you know, I like a bit of um, a bit of granola. My wife makes she makes it out of buckwheat. I, d- I don't do too many grains. I only do gluten-free grains: buckwheat, yeah. quinoa, millet. Um, uh, just say quinoa. Yeah. Yeah. Or amaranth. Or amaranth. I do a bit of oats. Gluten-free oats sometimes. That's nice. Don't I, um, also I also put collagen in my tea. I think collagen is just a, an amazing building block for life. And, and where do you source bunch. that from? Like, what sort of collagen? 
Well, the great, I mean, the Great Lakes, there's not many options okay. kind of yeah. thing. Um, like the Great Lakes one, um, well, the, probably I, I prefer the Bulletproof one, um, but the Great Lakes one is fine as well. Sure. Um, you know, what else was I going to mention? Oh, and also, of course, bone broth. I tell yeah. you what, like, you know, something that just makes you feel good is, just, you know, like, and it's just so easy on your digestive system as well. There's no heavy, heavy protein. And my wife, she needs to eat, like, heavy, she needs to eat, like, red meat. Like, and that's where for me, I was like, you know, you don't need to do that close to be vegan. Mm. Um, because I sort of, like, it worked well for me because I, I didn't have a strong digestive system. Um, high hydrochloric acid um, sort of counts in my stomach. And, um, but, I, but I see my wife and, you know, she has a, a bit of meat and she's bouncing around, you know, like, <laughs> you know, like she's got heaps of energy. If <laughs> I did that, I'd be like on the couch and go, oh, my God, this thing's just not moving. And, sure. You know, so, so um, yeah, so I prefer like the softer proteins like the collagen um, and, you know, in bone broths and things like that. And, um, you know, sweet potatoes occasionally are good and like heaps of veggies. I love like broccoli and, and cauliflower and. Um, and um, yeah, but I don't really eat that much as well when I'm really talking to you now because with every meal I'm having a lot of fat. So like if I have cauliflower, I might have like you know a lot of ghee and a lot of coconut oil on that, and um, and, and salt of course, uh, and that and that gives me a lot of energy. Yeah, uh, I, you know, and I take some vitamins and you know supplements to supplement my diet where you know it might be hard for getting if um, you know from from food sometimes to fully, you know, meet my nutritional needs. What are your supplementation recommendations or what do you take yourself? Um, I like, uh, well, um, well, zinc, zinc's good, uh, K2, um, MK4 kind of K2 is, yeah. is a must. Um, magnesium, I sort of swap in between, you know, multivitamins, a good multivitamin, um, you know, it can be, because it's just like ease of use sometimes. Um, yeah. You know, taking too many pills is like, and it's just, you just forget and you just don't do it. Uh, vitamin D, actually, I do a vitamin D spray. If I'm not, if I spend like all week and I'm just inside, I think that's, I think that's one of the most important things. Um, I, I, enjoy, I really enjoy seaweed as well, actually. Yeah. Um, seaweed's really one of those amazing superfoods. And I eat a lot of sauerkraut and a lot of, a lot of fermented foods. Um, other supplements, so toggle in between. Um, some, eye, some iodine's good, but I find like the herbs I have in the morning, they're they're, they're extremely nutritious. Yeah. Well, so yeah, you get a, you get a lot out of those, those those herbs. What's your take on the mineral theory? You know, if you're taking a lot of magnesium or you're taking yeah. a lot of iodine, you can sort of push out different minerals and trace elements that you need. So, what's your whole take on getting that balance right? Um. Oh, I guess like like when I say like you know iodine, it's just generally just like the seaweed from salt kind of seaweed. Thing. Sure, yeah, yeah. So like ideally, if you can try and get it, you know, from foods, it's it's best. Um, with magnesium, I mean, magnesium seems to be a hard one to um, absorb. So I do understand that there's a um, relationship in between magnesium and calcium. Yeah. So and copper yeah, too. Of, yeah. And copper, yeah. So um, yeah. So I guess that's. I guess that's sort of like important to have the magnesium, you know, you know, with with a calcium source kind of thing. Otherwise, you know, it could just be pulling pulling it out of your body. But um, you know, which might not be a bad thing because they they're doing like you know, like 
so many people and, you know, all walks of life in mammals and other creatures, you know, suffer, suffer from calcification. Sure. Um, yeah. So, you know, there's, there's magnesium therapies where it's like you take a lot of magnesium to try and, you know, draw that calcium, um, draw, you know, draw that calcium out of your body. So, um, yeah, I haven't found personally that I've, that I've had too much calcium. It's just one of those things like, uh, I mean, not calcium, and magnesium. Yeah. Like the magnesium oil is just like, it's just, it's just such an amazing, it's such an amazing product. That one, it's like a, a nearly called a miracle oil. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I feel like your products do a lot of these things too. The fermented foods. I mean, they the whole K two yeah. thing, and yeah. you're you know you're putting salt in there. Your foods are just like insanely good. Thanks so much, bro. That means so much. I mean, <laughs> like, like that's why. Like we we were making you know just more, you know, traditional sort of sauerkraut to begin with. And then you know, I was just like, let's just step it up. Let's just take it to the next level. And, you know, like, you know, why, do, you know, let's put, like, because we were consuming superfoods. And I was like, let's, let's start adding the superfoods in the sauerkraut. Um, you know, so, like, once again, if we're, if we're doing something, let's make it the best possible. Yeah. And, and, and put all the, put, stack all the odds in our favor. And, and that's what we did. And, yeah, I mean, so much, man, because, yeah, yeah, obviously, um, yeah, we put a lot of, we put a lot of work into trying, make the, the best um you know sauerkraut possible you know and you know try and make it like as much of a whole food as well yeah and you can taste it in the food i mean i've tasted your stuff and they taste so good <laughs> but that's coming from someone with you know a palate that's quite used to fermented food yep. so but i think yep. that yeah i think that like you're saying as people get into it more they become used to it and start to crave it because they you know the inner nutritionist so to speak can tell when a food's good for you yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. Cool. So, where can people find out more about what you do and peace, love, and vegetables? Um, I, we our social media pages are pretty active. Um, you know, Facebook, uh, peace, love, and vegetables at Facebook, and also Instagram. We're we're always you know, putting putting things like that. It's kind of embarrassing that we don't have a website. <laughs> stuff, like the, I think we're would definitely be the most popular sour crowd in the country. And we don't have our. It's usually the the website comes first. Like let's create a let's create a business. Okay, let's get the website. Up first. So, yeah, normally that's the case. <laughs> but it but but it is coming, and we are working on it. So um, that would be peacelovingvegetables.com. Um, dot au. Um, if you wanted to follow me personally and what like I get up to, um, Adam Yarrington. That's Y A W R I N G T O N at Twitter. Um, yeah, that, that's that's kind of just what I get up to every day. Um, it's all sort of based around health and improving, you know, awesome. making yourself the yeah, awesome. So, where can people get their hands on the peace, love, and vegetables? We should be in your local health food shop, and if we're not, um, yeah, let uh, us know ask or <laughs> tell the shop to give us a call because um, yeah, we we we're, we're actually we're not in Perth at the moment. Excuse excuse that. We're not in Western Australia, and we will be, um, you know, very soon in next. Um, next month we will be, and, and you know we're in Alice Springs, and we're in. We, I think I feel we've got a good spread. In, but if you go down to your local health food shop, um, uh, you should find find us in there. 